Welcome to the Run Better podcast. Running, in my opinion, is more than just finish lines, medals and Strava miles, although those are great. We run to improve our health and longevity and reconnect to our ancestry. We're born to run and I can help you run better. My name is Ash Foster. I'm a running coach and advanced personal trainer and yoga teacher from the UK. Hello, it's Ash, your personal podcasting running coach, and welcome to this episode of the Run Better podcast, where, as it states in the title, I try to help you run better. This episode is going to be a new episode. I'm going to start doing episodes all around books that I've read and that I think that you should read because you will benefit from reading them. I've benefited from reading them. They've really helped me. And this episode is all about why you should read The Chimp Paradox how it will help you, and what did I learn from reading The Chimp Paradox before I get a little bit further into this episode of the podcast. If you're interested in working with me one-to-one, online or in person, or if you want to find out more information about myself or the things that I offer, you can check my website out at runbetterwithash.com. So if you enjoy this episode, please share it with a friend. It really helps boost the listenership of the podcast and it means that I can see that people are listening to the podcast and I'm going to carry on recording content. Obviously, it's totally free for you, so please just share. I would greatly appreciate that. This episode, as I mentioned, is all about the chimp paradox. Now, what is the chimp paradox? It is a mind management model from a guy called Professor Steve Peters. And now Professor Steve Peters has worked uh, as a psychologist or psychiatrist, I forget the exact title, with Liverpool Football Club, the Team G, Team GB Olympic team, cycling team, Bradley Wiggins, Chris Froome, Ronnie O'Sullivan, Chris Hoy, Victoria Pendleton, uh, all of the very famous British cyclists in there, uh, and lots of other sports stars. Uh, and it is more of a, a self-understanding book rather than a self-help book, although it's probably in the self-help section. And the self-help section's a little bit, like, you know, that whole industry of the self-help is a little bit, oh, there's, there's lots that are a little bit, oh, just think yourself better. Whereas this is a little bit more of an understanding, self-understanding, which I, I find much more valuable, actually learning and understanding about why you are the way you are and why you think the way you think is much more valuable because then you can actually have more of a a conscious impact on what you are doing in your life. So this model proposes that there are three main areas of the human brain and he he even states in the book that you know he's he's simplifying oversimplifying a very complex area of the human body probably the most complex area of the human body in the brain but he is simplifying it to three main areas that he relates or says they are the chimp area the the human area and the computer area and i won't get too far into detail of of those because i want you to read the book it's much more interesting if you read it and figure it out yourself Uh, but he, he talks about how these areas of the brain interact how they work against each other how one area comes out on top or one area might be a little bit more forceful how you can work with a better understanding and improve your mental health through these understanding these three areas and there are lots i mean the the book is packed full of practical exercises and that's one of the things that i I really 
I think that's why it's one of the books that I would say has really changed my uh, mental health and my view of myself. I read it probably around about maybe 2012, so maybe about 12, about 10, 11 years ago now, maybe 2011. It's roughly around the time when it came out, I forget when it was first published. I don't have the book on me at this moment in time. And from that moment, I always do kind of come back to the book and pick it up and just read little bits. I've I've marked lots of pages in that book, and I just every time I read it and come back, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. I feel like I've just gone off track a little bit, and then I read it and I'm like, ah, oh, gosh, yeah, yeah. I know. And I can see where I've gone there, you know. So it is. It is like the book for me that really helped simplify my brain and helped me relate to my complex brain in a much easier way. There are lots of other books that I'll talk about that have helped uh, subsequently. So how will it help you? That's the main thing. How is it going to help? Well, you will understand those two voices that you have in your head. You'll understand what they are, why they are. We have those. We have more of the the kind of emotional, irrational, kind of aggressive maybe voice sometimes in our head and then we have more of the the rational quieter logical thinking voice sometimes doesn't always get a look in and this book will help you understand those two voices and how to let the emotional aggressive chimp have it say in a controlled way or maybe you need to exercise it in a controlled way so there are practical exercises to help you realize how caught up in the chimp we actually are and there are lots of people that walk around every every single day that I've spoken to in daily life and my friends that are completely unaware of how chimp they are. So noticing this, and I was one of those, I would ha- I have to say, noticing this will, it will help you step away from thinking you are your chimp or those irrational kind of aggressive thoughts. It will help you step away from them and actually realise, oh, do you know what? Those really irrational and aggressive and angry thoughts that I'm having are not actually me. Do you know, that's not me. That's just this very old ancestral part of my brain, the very primal part of my brain. And I think that's, again, because of that, you will feel a little bit more understanding and compassionate towards yourself because of that. And I've definitely been a little bit easier on myself. So what did I learn from this reading's book? So you can hear think the rain just gently in the background or not gently if I just pause for a moment so that's the rain on my ceiling it is hammering it down and it has been hammering it down over the last week or so in the UK as we're going into autumn uh, I've gone completely off point now but I was listening to the rain I thought ah seems I feel all cosy I'm inside so what did I learn well, I learn what my life force or my life purpose is in life. So th- there's a really good practical exercise, and if you're not, if you're kind of just going through life and you're not really sure, you know, what is your purpose? What is your life force? What is your true, you know, your true meaning? What what do you? What is your authentic self? And he talks about this, and he talks about how you can find and figure out what your and there's an exercise in it, what you can find your life purpose and life forces. And this was like. Light bulb moment. It was like, of course, that's the only thing that matters to me. Absolutely. And I think that that was a really good way of, for me, then setting my compass and then going, 
okay, that's the direction I need to take and this is the the way that I need to keep putting my fo- my energy and my force into this rather than getting caught up in all of the other stuff that doesn't really matter. That goes into the next thing that I learned was that I can choose what bothers me in life. And it's not as easy as just saying, yeah, you can choose. Ah, you can choose not to be stressed. It takes time, it takes practice, and you do get caught up in stress and anger, anxiety and anger and frustration and all these emotions. But then recognising them, you have the power to choose what bothers you in life. And that was, again, one of those other, one of those other aha moments or light bulb moments where I was like, okay, I can choose to let this go now if I want to. I can choose to let it bother me and I can choose to stew on it and just keep going over and over and over and, and which I probably used to do a lot. Or I can just be like, is it really that important? No, it's not. Do I want to carry that energy on in my brain and in my body? Do I want to carry that stress with me? Do I want to carry that negativity? Because it's only hurting me. No, I don't want to. So I can choose what bothers me in life. I can choose that I don't want... I can choose not to let it bother me as well. Another thing that I learned, which was a, a really key point for me, was the truth of life. And this is a, quite stoic principles as well from Marcus Aurelius, from reading Marcus Aurelius's meditations. The truths of life, two of them stand out. There are no guarantees in life. And I think that can create a little bit of stress and anxiety, particularly, if, you know, I, I, I feel that. I feel that a little bit more of a, I'm probably a little bit more of a, an anxious person. And I feel like needing to kind of control things and make it all safe and secure gives me that bit of security. And then when there are changes in things go how you didn't expect them to it's like oh do you know it makes you a little bit flustered makes you a little bit anxious a little bit stressed so realizing and understanding that that is a natural part of life there are no guarantees you know life changes all the time life is in constant flux as the buddhists would say life changes and when we have those expectations that life changes and the goalposts move as dr steve our oh, professor steve peter says it just gives you that little bit of like, ah, okay, yeah, why, you know, this is this was always going to happen, something was always going to come up. And life can be unfair, that was another one. Life can be unfair, you know, unfortunately, life can be unfair. And I've faced a lot of um, challenging situations in my life and been to some dark places in my life and maybe possibly made them a little bit worse by thinking and expecting them to be different and questioning why is this happening to me when, you know, that's life, unfortunately. Uh, and life is unfair for a lot of people that doesn't make it more glum and gloomy it actually makes you understand well you know what well I can appreciate the smaller things I can appreciate the fact that I have food on my plate every single day I have a roof over my head right now that's keeping me warm I have clothing you know I can be grateful for the small things I breathe in and out I'm able-bodied so these are the things that actually I can be grateful for so just starting to understand and look at the things that you do have and being grateful for the things that you do have rather than always focusing on maybe oh well that didn't go right and this didn't go right well actually there's lots right in your life and do you know what life can be unfair so I think those were, truths of life was very kind of revealing for me and I needed I needed to hear them as well um, having another one that I learned was having angry emotional outbursts which I used to do quite a lot, is is a normal aspect of life that can be managed in a better way by allowing the chimp to exercise 
or allowing the chimps to have its say in a more controlled way before it blows up so you can again with either with the breath or taking yourself out of it out of the situation you're in maybe even doing voice messages maybe even journaling getting things down maybe even just picking up a pillow and screaming into a pillow you know that's one of the things that's it's quite common in in, in self-help um there are ways that you can have an angry and emotional outburst in a more controlled way that's not going to hurt other people and i think that that learning that was and learning ways to do that was very healthy for relationships very healthy for the relationships around me to do that so i figured out lots of ways and from this book as well helped me figure out ways of being able to offload my emotional angry outbursts and stress and anxiety and then that gives the chimp its exercise and gets off and quietens the chimp down and i think those were really key areas that i learned and i would say that this book as is i've started with this book as the very first book to recommend to recommend for a reason really and as as i mentioned it was the book for me where i really understood my brain for the probably the first time in my life i was like gosh yeah this is just this is it was like um almost like a, a an instruction manual I, I would say for the brain and you really do understand why we get caught up in a lot of the ways that we do we have a primitive area of our brain that is not living in primitive times so there are areas of lack of cohesion with the natural world around us so i th- I hope I've inspired you to have a look at this book. I'm in no way getting any advertisement money, advertisement money, any referral money or anything from this. This is just simply something that I've started to recommend people. I'm just broadening the episodes a little bit more now. Not just about running. I'm going to do some episodes around around life. You know, I'm a I am a mindful life coach. I am. A running coach. I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a breath work teacher. You know, I'm a personal trainer. I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm, con- uh, I'm qualified. I was looking. That's what the word. I was quite. I'm qualified in a lot of areas, and I do work with a lot of varied clients in a lot of areas. Um, even my running clients, I work a lot on mindset and breathing and their external life, nutrition. So there are a lot of areas that I can help you as well. And I think starting with The Chimp Paradox is a really good book to have a look at. If you've not read it already, please do start with that book. Have a look at it. Let me know what you think about it. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Run Better Podcast. I shall speak to you in the next episode.